Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. Okay, so I was, yeah, I was a little worried about my availability for tonight, guys. I was, uh, you guys might remember I was talking to you guys about my eye exam today, and uh, I hadn't gotten an eye exam in around uh, 20 years. I don't remember the last time I had an eye exam, so it was interesting. <laughs> And towards the end of it, they offered me a uh, like one of those uh, di dilution tests where they drop some eye eye drops into your eyes. You guys are surely familiar with this process because oh, yeah, yeah. you guys wear glasses um, and I don't. But um, first time for me, and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, once they they drop these things in my eyes, um, after about you know 15 minutes, I'm starting to see kind of blurry, and I didn't know that this was like a thing. She didn't give me any any warning or anything. It was just, you know, hey, you know, no big deal. We're going to give you some drops. You're not going to feel anything. It's going to be fine. We'll check them out in about a half an hour. But uh, so I'm sitting in the waiting room for, for about 10 minutes, and all of a sudden I can't see anything. Well, I can see, but it's everything's blurry. Sure. And for, for someone who's never had that experience before, I was really taken You're aback. freaking like out. I, yeah, I was, I was borderline panic attack, and I'm not joking. Like, I was literally, like, on the – I was sitting in my seat kind of – Grabbing the seat, kind of, kind of. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, it's kind of funny, you know. But it's okay to laugh. But you know, I was definitely. Did no, you start I yelling at people? That point yet? Like it was. I was. I was. I was what did you do to my eyes? The thought crossed my mind. Trust start, me. Start thrashing around like yeah. blindly. Like well, yeah, I could see things. Well, I, I, I could see things that were you know ten feet away and more, but like anything within ten feet was very blurry, and that to me was just a little bit too much. But uh, can I do? A, can I do a Zach impression? Yeah. So I'm picturing you like you're sitting there and you're starting to freak out, but this is what I think you'd say. All right, guys, I can't fucking see anything with my eyes. This is, fucking, this is, I mean, this is fucking great. All right. Um, so I guess I can't see now. I'm not sure if I would drop that many f bombs, but I would probably use that same tone and, um, and that general approach. No, when the when the doc, because I was I wasn't you know the the nurse or whatever her uh, role is, uh, you know she she came back and got me for the actual exam after the the uh, dilution. I was like, yeah, I assume it's normal to not be able to see clearly because I can't. And it was yeah, definitely pretty awkward. Um, are your eyes are your pupils dilated right now? Because they kind of look like you, you got maybe. They look a little like, like you know what? Little... I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. I, I, I can see clearly. It, it wore off about a half an hour ago. I was seeing normally. So, <laughs> did have some shark eyes there. Oh. Well, hey man, I apologize that you uh, that you that you had a oh, rough afternoon. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> that's, did you take that's a the, nap? The nicest thing that... you said to me. No, I, I think that I wanted to take a nap. I didn't have time. I no, that was to Bob. Oh. <laughs> I took a nap. Yeah. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. I, I fell asleep okay. for like half an hour. You earned it. Yeah. yeah. I did. And so, I heard you played some some rec league b ball yesterday. I did. Uh, I played five games. Um, for our listeners, this is how the game breaks down. They invite up to fifteen people, five on five, full court. Uh, I've never played up to sixteen by twos and threes before. Usually. Usually it's like, like it's up to odd. 11 by 1s and 2s. Um, 
Hold on, hold the phone though. How is it? How do you get an invite list? I mean, you must be pretty special. It's a Facebook group where <laughs> the guy who's, I guess, the basically commission of the league gets times from the uh, a new gym that just went up here, like that was opened within the last six months, and we rent court space. And uh, okay. it's first come, first serve, and uh, you're limited, so you do got to reply fairly quickly. And everybody brings five bucks to help cover the rental cost. It kind of reminded me of back in the day, Bob will know the place, um, where we would go to do it all sports. Um, oh, yeah. And everybody would bring some money to rent a gym, but that was mostly just so we could dunk on like a nine foot hoop as middle schoolers. Yeah, so where did you guys go? I was just going to ask you that. So did you guys always go to the same place when you were not playing at school? Um, oh, when we were younger? When you were younger, yeah, in like middle school, high school. Where did you guys go to play that wasn't like as part of a sanctioned high school practice or a you know, gym um, class? So Bob, Bob will know this better living in Fond du Lac still, but we would go to do it all sports and that was a pretty cool place. They had like an indoor soccer field, um, and like a hockey rink. Um, although it was more like roller skating, right, Bob? But yeah, they had, sure. yeah, yeah they had basketball courts. And so we'd rent that and you could lower the hoops or whatever. And then there was another place right by Bob's favorite pizza joint, um, right behind little Caesars there. Bob, right by Lakeside Park. Do you... Oh God, yeah. Rookies, uh, rookies is what. And we'd rent rent that yeah. same thing where you'd um, everybody bring money and then you'd lower the hoops and play on like nine or nine and a half foot hoops. And get blisters <laughs> all over your hands from dunking too much. But <laughs> that's mostly it here in um, in Saint Augustine. There's always a game at an outdoor place called Ron Parker, which seems like a great name for like an outdoor court for pickup games. The Ron Parker. It's oh, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I was gonna say I was gonna add that I never really liked dunking that much. Why? I never. I didn't enjoy that. You know, it uh, it hurt my soft and supple hands. <laughs> Well, did exactly. you say the you? same thing? Did you didn't you just have a complaint about having pain, painful hands after dunking all day? Yeah, but I didn't stop me from dunking. Oh, okay. Bob, Bob seems like maybe he was still taking set shots without you, dunking it at all. Well, Doug, uh, <laughs> I was the guy who was like uh, throwing the alley oop yeah. passes. You wouldn't go in for like a classy <laughs> finger roll uh, as opposed to a dunk then. <laughs> On the nine foot hoop, yeah, I, I actually did. I liked slapping the backboard as yeah. I laid it in. I, was I, something I can you picture could Bob do on a ten footer, but on a nine footer, no problem. Yeah, I picture <laughs> Bob like in the when you see like the old time videos before dunking became like an actual thing, where the really tall centers would go up and like they could clearly dunk it. You know, like they like they could probably like they was like drop it in two handed, like yeah. just kind of place it in there. Like that was right. Bob just to yeah. save his hands. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's actually yeah. true. Um, in terms of in terms of my play, I shared that a little bit with you guys. The jump shot needs some work. Um, I did have a step back mid range um, to win a game. Um, I had some putbacks, but I had a lot of eight to ten footers that just did not want to go in, and uh, so I had to make hay on the on the offensive boards. So you're the kind of guy, Ed, or are you the kind of guy that keeps kind of a mental track of his box score and his head as he's playing? A little bit, yeah. I keep track a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. I'm not sure a if that's the kind of guy bit, that I want on my please. team, even at, at the rec level. I want a guy who's going to be a team player and, and doesn't want to I don't to just... share. 
Look, you don't share. I, yeah, that's, that's clear. Yeah. I don't share. I would like uh, nothing more than to get like five assists when you're playing up to 16 points. Like that means I'm pretty much involved in every bucket. If I could do that, I'd be happy to not <laughs> score. What do you? What's your? What, what's your guess as to what your usage rate is? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how to calculate <laughs> usage rate. Um, oh, so it's basically anytime you take a shot, make an assist, or turn it over, or get a rebound. Okay, uh, I think. I think is rebound counted that guys, or did I just make that up? I don't know if I don't know if rebounding well, is. Well, no, so I don't shots. So it's shots, turnovers, and but, assists. Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you an important question. Um, of of the four people who played basketball in Denver the past couple marches, who has the highest usage rate and who has the lowest usage rate? Well, we know who's got the lowest. It's obviously me. Who, yeah, you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pass first at all costs kind of a guy. I'm, I'm not going to be drilling the ball to the hole. Or... What, is, is Peter the answer here as the sneaky highest usage rate? He might be, but I think it might, it's probably you, Ed. But I I, you know, that. you guys all kind of you're, all, you're trying to yeah, fill yeah, the I mean, stat sheet. Pete's more of a, a distributor, but like Bob, Bob's kind of a hog too. I, if I remember right, though, I think Peter definitely wins the award for hitting the floor the most. I feel like he was on the <laughs> yeah, floor absolutely. all the time. <laughs> He's the maximum yeah. effort. No, but yeah. my my proudest moment last night was jumping a pass, um, baiting a pass out to the wing where I stole it, dribbled up as a point forward and then stopped and did a sidearm bounce pass to a streaking guy for a layup. That, that felt like my, my Jokic moment of the night. <laughs> that would be and really cool if we had some video of that, but that you hearing it is, is yeah, it's not as good. Yeah. Yeah. But I could say that you guys would fit in fine with that crew that was playing last night. It was, um, up our respective speeds for playing. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the update after my first night playing pickup basketball in uh, ten months. Ten months. Are you, are you going to start playing once a week then, Ed? Is that your is that your plan? I'd love to play. So, yeah, so I'll like, hear more about this next week, hopefully. Yeah, I'll give you guys my stat line next week. Speaking of uh, stat lines, did you guys hear about? Uh, Bowl Bowl is is done for the year for Oregon. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, that I think unfortunate. It's, it's unfortunate. Uh, it's fun to watch. Did you guys happen, happen to catch him play at all besides uh, watching Is that Madut's son? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how good Oregon was. He was balling out. He was yeah, balling he was out, like man. 20 I, mean, a game was... I don't know how good yeah. they are Like if, if, if he's just kind of showcasing his talent and not really caring about the team uh, team results uh, because they lost to Texas Southern I think when he was playing which I don't know how good they are but they can't be that good so I, I actually I missed that result but uh, I saw him it was one of like the first games of the year I feel like um, man I'm trying to remember who but anyway I mean like he he could run the floor he wasn't just like a 7-3 yeah. stiff you know um, so I mean it's, he, he kind of reminded me of uh, the dude in Philly a little bit he can run the Indeed. floor he can move and shoot that that's guy, the guy that dude in Philly um, 
But uh, I'm really hoping to yeah, get you we'll riled see. up tonight, Bob. I feel like we've gotten into some some online uh, disputes over the past few weeks, and I'd, I'd like to kind of you know can that, and I want to hear you know and, and you know over the airwaves here, and you're, you're just so calm and reserved. How do I get you going here? Do you want to talk about some Airbnb a little bit? Is that how I get you going? What do you, What do you got? Well, so I mean, we were kind of you know, using earlier. Sean Sean was posing questions about. Uh, you know, sharing you know some foreigner uh, that that he just barely met, uh, you know, to come to the states and maybe you know live live not live but you know share a room for a a, a couple of nights. Um, obviously, that's something that you are really uh, clearly not into. You would never have anybody stay in your house that you don't know, right? That's what you're saying. So the concept uh, of much, Airbnb yeah. is like completely yeah. ridiculous to you. Like, you can you imagine that people in the world and, and even in this country? rent out a room in their house to total strangers and that's that's actually a thing well let's be clear here um i stayed in an airbnb in toronto this past august um i visited and stayed with a guy who i had only really known through the internet in denver colorado named zach trexler that was that was a big risk prior to that real leap of faith on that one and prior to that, I had stayed with a, a guy named Dale who lives in San Diego, who, um, for like five days, I think, who I barely had talked to. So I, I support Sean looking for a handout for his buddy here. So well, don't get it twisted. So I'm just saying I wouldn't. So I wouldn't you stayed at an Airbnb in Toronto where you, there were other people living there at the same time? Yeah, that's, mm. that's a, a lot. Different. No, I mean, yeah, that's. Okay. A, yeah, that's. I mean, Sean is talking about couch surfing, not uh, not Airbnb. No, I mean, a true Airbnb is where thing. you are couch surfing or you're sharing. Your, yeah, your 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 people are living there no. at the same time. No, I mean it could be, but it's not. I don't think am it's. Am I on typical. an island here? Did I, am I the only person who thinks this? Guys, Ed? I've not been paying attention at all. Oh my god. We're looking for a mediator here, and you're, you want to Airbnb. be a mediator you know, like when you grow up, Ed, and you, you, you're still you're just out there surfing the internet while we're talking here. Okay. Well, I've got a great – I'm looking at basketball reference for a great stat for us. Okay. So give Thank me a God. TLDR. What do I need to know again about Airbnb? Is it is it a room – like, okay, so there's two ways to do Airbnb where you rent a room or a hotel or whatever. Right. And no one's there that you know, you're renting it. The other angle of it is where you are sharing like a, a space with people who are actively living there at the same time. Yeah, and Bob is is claiming that's not the case, and I'm wondering. I'm aware of both. Okay. No, no, no. That's that's exactly it. Because when we were looking for some spaces, when I search Airbnb, I make sure to select that you get. Do I only want results for yeah. the whole house? I mean, it's yeah. You yeah. don't want to you don't want to share space for the most part unless you're no. really trying to cut cut costs. That's a thing you yeah. can do. Yeah, I'm not saying it never happens. I'm saying the the majority of of the Airbnb listings are for the whole place. I don't know if that's the case. Because I think that that's what like VRBO and HomeAway is for. Yeah, VRBO is clearly a, a non yeah. non shared space thing. But what you really got you riled up though, Bob, was it felt like you were uh, you were you were calling it a a handout. And to, yeah, I think the shot really says a lot about no. where it's just sort of you know friends looking up for friends, but you you know because I mean. There's a certain level of trust that I think comes with, well, in my mind, anyways. Maybe not with you guys, but with Sean, I, I sort of trust anybody. Uh, you know, if you if he had uh, if he were offering it to me, I, I would probably consider it. I'm not sure. I'd have to maybe talk to the guy first. 
but I would, I would, I would, I would definitely consider it um, if I had, you know. What kind, what, what questions would you ask the guy to make you comfortable? I don't know. I think I just talked to him like, hey, what's your, you know, what do you, what do you do? Uh, what are your, what's your, what's your trip plans like? What kind of what what answer would like rule them out? I, I, there wouldn't be any. It would be more of a a gut feel. Yeah. It's more of a gut it's, feel. It's more than gut me. feel. It's it's kind of the the ear test. Can, can I just will. can I just set the table the for test. our listeners here to, that don't know Bob well enough that Bob, you live your life if you could live in a compound that <laughs> nobody could ever access. Um, without going through some elaborate <laughs> process, you would be happy as a clam. Is that right? That's right. But let's be clear. I'm not. I'm not afraid of anything. I just. I just don't generally enjoy the company. I mean, of I think that that might be safe for like smart psychology. Maybe that podcast we could talk about whether or not you are afraid. Um, but <laughs> so it's not were, surprising that you have this take. Bob, if you were traveling alone and were really trying to cut some cost, would you would you do the Airbnb couch surfing thing? Oh man, when we went to Australia, we stayed in like a forty person room. So it was, like it was a hostel. literally like the size. It was the size of yeah, it was a hostel, the size of this basement, and there were twenty bunk beds around the room. And yeah, we yeah, but that's different than like stuff. staying in someone's house. Let it be known that Bob chose to sleep in his car for my brother's wedding. Um, his wife, his wonderful, in a hotel. His wonderful lot. wife was—I don't know if she wasn't feeling well. She just wanted to go to sleep, and Bob sent her off to the car, and then came back and proceeded to dance for the next two hours. <laughs> All right, guys. I think at her request. At her request. At her request. I think I'm ready, Ed. I want to hear. Uh, I know you may not be on this webpage at the moment, but uh, I'm looking to hear some uh, some Rick Patino tweets. I'm not sure this this segment may be dwindling to a close. His podcast has ended since he's uh, been um, hired as a coach uh, in Athens in, in Greece uh, to coach professional basketball, and he won't have time for the podcast. His tweets have been kind of vanilla, but I still want to hear them. Let's let's. Uh, you want to start at reading some off? Uh, Eddie? Yeah, right after the right after the right after the intro here. The the super intro. Yep. All right. So um, I'm going to just let's set the record straight that I'm going to hold on to this segment with my cold, clammy hands until I am, you know, dead, buried in the ground. So you, dear listener, will have my um, guarantee that I will continue to do this. Until I was waiting for the, for, the, for the vampire reference. You know, I want to just sort of mention a. Well, well yeah. you know, I, those have been too easy and yeah. I've there's been some offline chatter of whether or not those jokes are appreciated. So, um We'll see. We'll, <laughs> oh, I appreciate those, all right. I I, I truly yeah. appreciate them. I, I don't think anybody else does, but but I think I do, and I'm pretty sure Bob does too. Um, <laughs> uh, funny so you mentioned like, no, no. I just want to take a quick second here. The uh, the source of those the, that joke right is the Dan Levitard show. Let's just throw that out there. I don't think that we've actually mentioned that before. Um, I've never listened to that show. Okay, now you're just you're just lying. That's that's not funny. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, uh, that's not funny. No, it's funny. Is. But the what, uh, what I'm getting at is they they spent a whole segment on the uh, yesterday's show on Wednesday, January second, uh, a whole segment talking about smart basketball fans, and I was it's just kind of interesting. It's almost you know I feel like that. There's a couple things uh, I've heard over the past couple of months where, you know, is there somebody on, on, on their show listening to our podcast and getting ideas um, because they've talked about LeBron James? I mean, I, I, think, I think... That's one of the funnier things you've ever said. I, I, think, I think we have to assume that that's the case until further notice. Um, so... Take a look at the tweets. I can only imagine going. They're talking about basketball. <laughs> Very obvious topics that are in the mainstream. Um, so on on Christmas, I, I only imagine that this is written in Greek. It's probably Merry Christmas in Greek, but then he also has Petuitos in English, which is great. Um, Ooh, so basically, then, three Greek words. Yes. Um, is Petuito Greek? It may as well be. It actually it sounds more Greek than than. Anything else on that on his Twitter feed? It yeah. ends in OS, uh, like his new team. It's a very Greek sounding word, to be honest. It's almost like he knew he was gonna play for Greek, a Greek team the whole time. Yeah, some 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 foreshadowing there. Um, on on December thirty, this is the tweet that I enjoyed looking at. Um, five deflections deflections and nine assists in first half, up one. Twenty six deflections and fifteen assists in second half, win by seventeen. 900 to 1,000 fans from Panathinaikos. Great fans. So here's where I enjoyed that tweet because I read um, up one and 26 deflections as up 1.26 deflections oh. in the second half. And then, and, and, one. and then I wondered, Bob, excuse me. Then I wondered. Um, I had to read it twice, too, Ed, just so you know. I was, I was, I was right there with you. Wow, Bob. Like, uh, what's a point? Like, what's a point two six deflection? Here. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that a, a deflection was a statistic. Is that something that you recall, uh, Bob, from your days as a as a basketball journalist? Uh, deflections, yeah, huge, huge. Uh, it it gets coaches. But wet, someone actually tracks believe, that in the, the in proper the, parlance. In the press box. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, not not in the press box, but the coaches always did. Like, yeah. Is there different sure. like varying levels of deflections? Thing. Like if you just barely get your finger on the basketball, are they gonna like not not make note of that? But if you get, you know, a hand on it or an elbow or. No, I mean anything that's anything that disrupts the flow of the basketball. I mean, so I mean, like you said, a finger it may not, but I mean, otherwise, yeah. I mean, because that's what it's all about. Because they have to reset the offense. Shot clock becomes a factor. Coaches love deflections. That's a smart basketball topic. Guys, if if we start seeing the word, and I'm gonna butcher this, but vrikolakas. That is the Greek word for vampire. Then we need to be concerned <laughs> that that Patino is feeding, um, and con- feeding, and, He's feeding. <laughs> and, con- <laughs> and continuing with the with the unholy tradition of the undead. Did you read that from from the actual Greek script? <laughs> no, you know I actually knew. Um, okay. I read a book on vampires, and I had to look up what the exact word was, but I knew it began with a V. So I had to get some help on that. That's. Yeah, that, that's, Why did you read normal. a book on tell vampires? Us more about that? Um, it's a book. I've told you guys about this book. It's called The Historian, and it's uh, it's as if Dracula was actually a real person was in st- was still alive today. And um, I've read it a couple of times, which leads to general ridicule from you guys when I reread a book. 
So you're the kind of guy that reads books multiple times nope, through. How many nope. books have you read multiple times, Ed? Um, I'd probably say at least a dozen I've read multiple times. Okay. God. Um, <laughs> Bob, you will tell anybody put, that will listen that you've read War and Peace at least once. I would put you in the insane asylum and lock you up and throw away the key for that adventure. Bob, have you read War and Peace more than once? One time. One time? So you one you time. are trading on one time you've read it of letting us know how many times have you read War and Peace and it's and you've read it once. You only need to read it once. That's all you need to know. If, if that were the case, then why would you ever have DVDs or anything else that allows multiple viewings or readings? Those are for kids, Ed. I, I never understood <laughs> for kids. <laughs> I never understood the DVD movement. Yeah, I, I really DVD didn't. movement. <laughs> <laughs> Those crazy kids. Speaking <laughs> of movements, uh, I, I, one more thing over the break, Bob. Since we talked to you last, you were in a. Uh, I want to hear some more detail about your your Starbucks experience, where you uh, navigated in, into the drive-through and, and were offered a a free a free order. What, give us some more color on that. I feel like you you telling this is better than me trying to to recap it for you. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I go to Starbucks. Um, in our typical order, just for our listeners out there, I usually get a uh, a Java chip frappuccino grande. My wife gets a venti white chocolate mocha, and uh, we get the kids um, raspberry steamers and cake pops. So it's a big like it's a big thing, and the order usually okay. comes to yeah, it usually comes to like seventeen, eighteen bucks. But uh, it's a nice treat on a weekend morning, and. Uh, so I go on, I think it was, God, what day was it? It was, it, was it was around Eve. Christmas. And uh, it may well have been, yes. And uh, I, I go through the drive-thru and the guy in front of me, as he's driving away, he sticks out his hand and gives like the wow. peace sign. And I'm like, and I, and I was wondering what's going on there. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Is signs at you? Like, what Get do you up think? To the window. I mean, it could be a gang sign. I was confused. I actually I, originally I thought he was mad at me. I thought like maybe I was too close to him in the in the drive-through line, but um, so I get up to the window and of course the the barista's like, "Well, the gentleman in front of you paid for your order, so here's your coffee." And and you know typically I feel like the the baristas often say like, "Would you like to pay for the person behind you?" But this this woman did not give me that question, and so I did not uh, I did not feel compelled to. To answer the question that wasn't asked, and I said, "Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice." And I, you, I drove away. Was that your first? So you're saying on previous occasions, <laughs> the the uh, the cashier will ask you if you'd like to to to. Typically, they yeah. Typically, they do ask. They they usually say like, "Would you like to to pay it forward to?" The and next you still say no. But it gets oh, I still calls. say no. Yes, correct. Ah. Uh, I, I try to cover it up, and you know, but okay. not really. Yeah. Ed, have you experienced this before? Is this a, a thing that you've? You, are you a stri- uh, Starbucks drive-through kind of a guy? Yeah, except I have I've paid for somebody behind me. Um, so you've started with, it. I have started it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, oh, worlds God. collide here. Okay. Yeah, I judge Bob very severely. On well, so when you do that, do, did you uh, do you raise any questions as to how much the person's bill behind you is? No, like I'll kind of look, and if it's like one person, you know. So you do I, a little check I, in the rear view, like if it were a bus. Yeah. If it were a bus, you'd be like, and, and, "No fucking way." Yeah. 
what, what I love, because I was the only person in the car on this run. So I, I would love it if Ed was in front of me and it just saw me in that? the car. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like, it, I remember it was like, looked like a kind of a harassed mom in a minivan. So I'm like, maybe she, she could use like a little pick me up. You know, Bob, that actually explains a lot of this. So you're telling me that your family wasn't even with you. If they were with you, would you have uh, set the example? Correct. Would you have changed your mind? And No, he wouldn't have. Oh, I um. My wife and I would have probably had a little disagreement. With your kids in the car. Uh, with the with the barista okay. standing by. And ultimately, I, I would have been cowed into paying. So. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Did you give the barista a tip, Bob? <laughs> oh, no. No. That is... What? Why am I going to... Why am I going to tip the barista? She's doing the, barista the same twice. thing she always does. Why are we calling him barista? Hey, man. She's just hey, guys. Got No, no, no. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you go on to Reddit and you look up this topic, you will see Starbucks um, employees saying they appreciate the people who break the lines because it's a pain in their ass to have to, like, calculate all this a- shit. and Anything you can do it. to make yourself feel better, Bob. Can I can I jump in with my stat that I've been? Hold on, okay. no, one more thing. Okay. One more thing, guys. Because somebody has to benefit ultimately hey, who is from it, Bob? this, right? Who is it? Why not me? Why not me? Why do I always I, have to give? I think because it's know? always you. <laughs> I think I've heard of you breaking the chain at least twice now. <laughs> How many times have you broken? Well, it? why not me? Twice in your life. I th- I think it's three times. I'm pretty sure it's three times. <laughs> and you're not a frequent Starbucks coffee drive-through participant. You don't. I mean, it's yeah, it depends. I think I mean, it's a Saturday morning thing for Bob, for what I remember. For for a while, it goes in streaks. Yeah, it goes in streaks. So enough, enough. Um, here's the stat that I have for you guys. There are. I looked up how many players uh, in the history of the NBA have made at least three, five three-pointers and five block shots in a game. How many players do you think have accomplished that feat? Or how many times do you think that's been done? This season? No, in, like overall. I mean, I, cause in, the I think three's of, of, in the history of the, of the league. Yeah, I think threes have only been counted since, what, like 83, 84, something like that? Yeah. I think that's when they started counting threes. And I've got one player that I need to bring up with you, Zach. Okay, fire the answer away, is... The, the, thanks for the guesses, guys. The answer Wait, what is... Are we, what are um, we guessing here? I, 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 I was asking you how many times it's been done. Five threes made and five block shots in one game. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed the, the qualifier. Five threes, five blocks. That's what that's yeah. I've done, like, what? Uh, I'm going to go with two. Bob? Seven. It's actually been done 16 times, and the player that it's done it four times is the immortal um, Rafe LaFrentz. Rafe wow. LaFrentz, uh, and I'm so looking at this He now. was the original two-way player then. He was going going big and going going deep. Remember that guy? And he he did it three, he three, did it three times within a 30-day period in one season. Did he play for anywhere besides the Nuggets? Wow. Um, 
Did he ever play for the for the Grizzlies? Why do uh, I think you know what? I'm pretty or, sure you're the person looking at that's his basketball a... reference page. Maybe you can tell us. Let me I'll take a look here. <laughs> Isn't that you? I think you're thinking of uh, Big Country. Yeah, yeah. Ed. No, I think he. Let's see. Who did he play for? I think he only ever played. No, he played for the Celtics. The France. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if he's done it, that means it's not that big of a deal. We, but uh, okay. Can we can we talk about Big his Country son or his or him? Just before before we before we move on, just hold on. Okay. That I want to bring up this stat line for Brooke Lopez from the from last year from 2017 season against Milwaukee, who he plays for now. He had 36 points on six for ten three pointers, four rebounds, and eight blocks. That's a that's a lopsided. You'd, you'd expect your center to be getting a little bit more than four rebounds in a game, but at least he's protecting the paint. Um, the player that had five blocks with the most points scored was the uh, was Kristaps Porzingis. But otherwise, Rafe LaFrance is on there four times out of the 16. So there you go. I did not expect to be talking about Rafe LaFrance tonight. So it's it's it funny. I remember that guy. I think he went. he's from Iowa. That's where he grew up, and I remember he he committed to Kansas, and that was a big deal back in the early uh, mid '90s, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's going back yeah. in the archives. Anyways, '98 um, draft, first round, third pick, third overall. Third overall. God, was he really third overall? He was on some Nuggets, really yeah. bad Nuggets team. When I moved here to the Denver area, I remember listening to the Nuggets games on the radio, and and he was on the team, and that team was bad. McDice. And uh, and LaFrance. LaFrance was fun, though. Man, he could jump, is... right? He could just jump out of the gym. Right, but... That's about it. That's about as good as, you know, Terrence Ferguson these days, so... <laughs> Terrence? Does he, Terrence does he go by Terrence Ferguson? Ferguson? <laughs> no? <laughs> Zach, Zach will not laugh. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Zach gave the great <laughs> stare. Um, Bob, but I'm I'm ready to talk about um, big country. Oh yeah, that was like five minutes ago. Yeah, big country. Yeah. Ed, did you, Ed, did you model your high school game after big country? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I think no. Here's here's who I've tried to model my game after. Even though Theo Ratliff was my favorite player, um, I compared myself most closely to Brad Miller, I would say. Partially because I also wore a headband at times. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure. Big country from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Where does his son play uh, school? Well, that guy... Where does he play at? Good I don't question. know. I have no idea. He only played. He only played for six years. Oh, he wasn't very good. Yeah, he flopped. He his second year in the league, he averaged 16 16 points, eight boards, two assists. (laughs) Then he started falling off a cliff. Yeah. My right. My question was going to be: Would that guy make the NBA today? I feel like not. I mean, no. But at the time he was he was picked sixth overall, which is insane. Um, so yeah, because he couldn't really stretch the floor. Um, on the his career, he was two for twenty seven from three. <laughs> um, so 
Um, and he wasn't really a, a rim protector. If, if if he's a rim protector, you know, that's the kind of guy you want on, on your team. But guys, guys, here here is a great uh, sentence from his Wikipedia page. During preseason play in the fall of two thousand one, Reeves experienced back pain and had to be taken off the court on two connected stretchers carried by eight of his teammates. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to look I'm up the video. That you, uh, that I'm one. glad that you brought up Wikipedia because I uh, every time I read Wikipedia, I'm always kind of uh, amazed as to how 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 each Wikipedia page like was written by the same person. Like regardless of the topic, <laughs> like you could be talking looking like, at basketball or, or or literally anything, and and it's it sounds like the same person wrote it. Do you think like they like have a an AI bot that goes through and edits these posts to make them sound the same? They well. They do have, I mean, they so a few things. They do have a bot that cleans up like minor mistakes, um, but then they have like community editors. So, like all topics related to basketball get reviewed by like the same group of people. So yeah, I mean, it's you really just drop yeah. some knowledge on yeah. there. I had no idea that was the case. Okay. Oh yeah, when I was trying to get the uh, society insurance page onto Wikipedia, I'd really know some okay. of those people. Why do you think those same people haven't modified yeah. uh, Ken Pomeroy's page yet to correct the, the <laughs> Doctor Popo? Actually, I shouldn't say correct it because it's real. He is Doctor Popo, but it's real. But Ken Pomeroy, I mean, his his sure, peers. But you know that 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 website that that hosted that reference has been down for several years, and it still remains. Yeah. It's one of the great That's mysteries why, yeah, of our I, time. I'm, I'm really I, not I, sure I don't if, know. if, yeah, they don't edit everything. So someday, someday they'll get to it. I had a good time Dr. reading Popo. on the on the last. Uh, I think it was the last podcast with uh, just me and Sean. Uh, Sean, by the way, apparently unable to join us from India again. He was on the the card, but uh, fails to deliver. He, uh, we talked a little bit, and I was reading a little bit off of the India soccer Wikipedia page, and it was kind of fun to read it. It was sort of, you know, kind of as, as, almost as much fun as reading a, a Patino tweet. I'd enjoy that. Let's get that as a regular segment next time. Next time. Maybe we'll have Sean. It, it, one of the one of the segments we can have is just Sean talking about food that he's made over in India. I'd enjoy that. I think I, I'm actually pretty sure I would very much enjoy that. He's uh, um, sh- shared some very interesting photos of him roasting peanuts, and he showed a photo of some uh, rice, vegetable dish. And uh, go ahead, Ed. You had some some commentary. No, we we I brought up my favorite player, which is Theo Ratliff, and I just pulled up his his basketball reference page. Page he played for nine NBA teams in his career, um, but averaged a healthy three and a half blocks per thirty six minutes. That that is my guy. Um, I will. I need a I need a jersey. Preferably of maybe his, probably his seventy sixers days. That's when I was his biggest fan. You didn't have um, to also actually settle... look. You didn't have to have to have to look that up. You just knew that, right? I knew that he averaged a good at least three blocks a game over his career, at least for thirty six minutes. Per thirty six, yeah. Um, when he played for the Lakers, he averaged seven minutes a game. <laughs> his last season at age thirty seven, I believe it was coined. Um, he became not known as Theo Ratliff, but Theo Ratliff's expiring contract. So, so you like him, like like you like Ratliff so much. Did you watch him play? Was it his style of play, or was it just the fact that he averaged a lot of block shots I watched per, him, per game? 
He was a real high energy, like he was a rim protector. It's not like he averaged, like he was a good rebounder, but he never averaged more. I'm just looking like more than, you know, eight rebounds a game. I just appreciated the defense. Um, and then I was playing whatever basketball game on a video game at the time. I would always do, like, I would always play as the 76ers and control Theo Radliff and just sit underneath. I would sit underneath <laughs> the rim and just try to get, like, double-digit blocks and just block uh, layups throughout the game. That would be my... I'm trying to think now what game that would have been. Because that would it have been... It sounds like a depressing existence. It was a great time. Um, I think that it's probably for 64. I would probably... Whatever game I would have had. NBA Live 99? Yeah. Yeah, probably a live game. Yeah. I can't think of any other NBA Live game or any other NBA games in that era that would have been... Uh, you know, I guess NBA 2K came along around probably the year 2000, but... That would have been the peak of his uh, his best season was the 2000-2001 when he was with with Philly and Iverson, and he averaged 12.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, and 3.7 blocks per game. Zach, would you use him in draft in uh, Daily Fantasy with those kind of numbers? All he needs to do is get some minutes, and he's he's in my lineup. 36 minutes a game. That's pretty that healthy. Be a yes. Bob, Bob, who is your favorite NBA player of all time? I mean, if you of have to all think about time, it, yeah, I, I, I agree. Well, oh no, but here, here's my thing. As a kid, my favorite NBA player was Patrick Ewing. Okay. I don't know why. I think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. That's interesting. <laughs> it's very I odd. Think, I think I knew that. For some reason, that comes to mind. <laughs> It's a very odd player to be your favorite Not player really. of all he's, time. He's, he's, uh, he was very good in his era. He was uh, the, t- the top, well, not the top center, but top uh, top 10 player, I guess. Right. I mean, I guess if I, I, I mean, other than Ewing, who's the guy I've rooted for the most? Probably LeBron, but I mean, that's not very exciting. Mm. So, what about like a favorite, like quirky yeah. player, aside from those two guys, which are both top Fifty to seventy-five player. I'm thinking of Ewing, of how what top player he is. But you're basically picking two of the right. top at least fifty players of all time, right there. Right, quirky player. I mean, man, I don't know. You know, I guess the guy who came to mind was Mike Bibby. Okay. I was always sure. a Bibby guy back. Yeah. Yeah. So. What about Bibby? Was interesting. I liked how he shot free throws. I kind of modeled my own exquisite free throw shooting after Mike <laughs> Bibby. Um, so, yeah. Zach, what about you? I, I wonder if I could guess who your favorite player is. Probably uh, Bob Cousy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, when I, when I was a kid and, and still, I guess, to this day, I'd still be, be Charles Barkley. He was always my favorite. That's a good one. He was... Uh, yeah. I mean, he was the top besides Jordan. I mean, he, he rivaled Jordan uh, back in the day when Jordan obviously was with the, the best player in the league. But if Jordan didn't exist, I would have to think that Barkley would have won at least a, at least one championship. So you wouldn't have had really like an NBA team as a young Zach Trexler running around the streets of Omaha. No, I would have I would have been whatever team he played for. I was a Sixers fan and then a, a Suns fan. And then I, I think I kind of lost interest in by the end of his career with the Houston Rockets, but uh, but yeah, I never really had a favorite team. Oh, guys, 
So uh, I, there's an obvious answer actually to to the question. I was thinking of only NBA. Okay. But really, my my favorite player of all time was Steve Wojciechowski. Okay. Sure. Yeah. No. No doubt. Is that why that no that clown is on our, uh, our 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 Twitter page? That makes sense. Okay. Yep. He's terrible. Yep. I mean, I can't I can't believe that you like that guy. <laughs> He's dude. He he was. He was not a good offensive basketball player, but he gave it all, and he. Okay. He defended so did Marty Clark. Mother. Why don't you like Marty Clark too? Who is Marty Clark? Who doesn't know who Marty Clark is? Bob knows. Oh my goodness! You guys are both. I can hear you clacking away. He he played for those Duke teams with Leitner. He was the same, the same guy that Wojciechowski is. Marty Clark is. I'll accept Marty Conlon. Uh. I remember yeah. Marty Clark now. Yeah, now you that guys didn't obviously yeah. watch the the Leitner thirty for thirty because he was he was I think interviewed and mentioned as a yeah yeah that guy was annoying though he was annoying yeah and just, I didn't like, just that like guy. Fojikowski. very annoying I liked I liked Bobby I liked Bobby Hurley a lot okay from that Hurley era. I can buy into he was um, uh, I was a very annoying yeah. uh, that was when Duke I was a Duke fan I liked Hurley a lot I had a I had a jersey yeah really it's embarrassing. But I had one, yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I, um, I don't have as like strong connection to college players. I think of like that Wisconsin team that went pretty far when, like in what 2000. Um. Oh, uh, Mike Kelly. Mike Kelly. Um, because I kind of look like what's his name, Vershaw. <laughs> don't ever, I, dude. Don't compare yourself. I know, yourself but I kind of like had the same Please. haircut and everything. Um. And I remember because I was in Spain for a class trip, and we came back and found out that the bad were they like didn't they make it to the final four that year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but as an eight seed. But yeah. I want to say that um, I really enjoyed Dwayne Wade's last year at Marquette because um, I yeah. went with, with I went to the I went to the game because I had a lot of friends that went to Marquette, and I went to the Wisconsin Marquette game, and that was a lot of fun, and then. He had that triple double against Kentucky, right when yeah. Marquette went pretty far. That was a fun year. Yep. That was the year I think uh, Carmelo Syracuse mm-hmm. won it yep. that year, right? Yeah. Oh, Peter oh, Warwick, oh, I believe, oh, with the oh, block. Two or oh, three. Oh, three. <clears throat> yep. Yep. We're at the 45-minute mark here, guys. I somehow landed on Marty Conlon's um, basketball who, reference Yeah, page. who is Marty Conlon? That name sounds familiar. Who is, who is that person? Yeah, they don't even have a picture for him, but it wasn't he just like he was like a big, goofy white guy. Um, I don't remember him being 6'10". I thought he would – I could have sworn he was like a 6'7", 6'8", um, small forward. But he actually played center. Bob, you remember Marty Conlon, right? Hmm. Marty Conlon. No. Oh, man. Oh, look at this. I got to send you guys this picture. Um, <laughs> you... Oh, man. Now, I remember him now. <laughs> did you Did you Google saw... him in that picture? Did, did the Celtics picture I... come up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's describe this. So, he... Those... Okay, so, he is shooting a free throw. His feet, his feet are firmly planted... Definitely wider than shoulder width. 
I mean, yes, those things are at least definitely. a couple inches outside of shoulder width on each side. He's got his right. His left elbow is flared out there, further than his like left it's, it's leg. It's even with his shoulder. His left elbow is even with his shoulder. <laughs> um, and so that the palm is coming down on the side and on the top of the ball. I don't know how that's efficient at all. Let's see how good of a he was a seventy three percent for career free throw shooter though, so I guess we shouldn't question that's that's impressive, yeah. yeah. God knows how many attempts. Could Probably he shoot blindfolded? Is this a is this a reference to a Netflix movie that I wouldn't get yet? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The bird box I'm, challenge. I feel like I would definitely beat Ed in a, a blindfold free throw contest. No doubt about you it. You wouldn't have the ability to stare me down. I wouldn't be as intimidated. Yeah, but my, my motion is so efficient. <laughs> Did you shoot free throws yesterday? Did you go and shoot? In my oh, sleep. Okay. All right. I'm really surprised. Like, Bob, I don't think you're usually the one that would be on top of something that's in, like, the zeitgeist of popular culture like i think things kind of need to make their way over to you what? like i don't think you're usually what is it i don't think you're usually on top of things that are popular because <laughs> i think, the, I think unless it's, hold on unless it's like a boy band unless it's a boy band like backstreet boys right then he was on it he was on it yeah, from I'm, the ground I'm, level or or current guys i think current, i'm more yeah in. or currently um yeah i mean i, I don't understand i Pop music wise, yeah, I okay, am pop music. tuned in. But besides, okay, I mean, pop I th- music, that's fine. Celebrity, but movies. Celebrity news, celebrity news. I'm your guy. Really? So I don't know what you guys Why are, are we talking, talking about. about on, I mean, we have this platform to talk about NBA players and their, uh, or any anybody really. What's what's the hot the hot celebrity gossip today? This week, yeah, Bob. Please tell me this week. I'll, I'll give you a, a pass here. This week. <laughs> 